Hey friends, my name is Tyson Taylor. I'm the pastor of Lakeside Presbyterian Church and I'm joined today by Tommy Robinson who's pastor over at Grace Chapel in Madison. And uh, we're together really to have a discussion for the sake of our own churches uh, to, to really have them understand what we're thinking about as we're going through decisions related to, to you know, kind of when we might see churches opening again. And, and I'll say this for both of us. Tell me, it's like we're missing our churches bad, right? Very it's, much. It's hard to be away from our people. And so people ask me a lot, you know, what are you thinking about as, uh, as, you, as you begin to prepare for, for when to reopen again? I don't necessarily have a crystal ball. I know you don't either. Um, I, I think that sometimes to the middle, to the end of May, we might be able to have the permission to meet again as, as church. And so I guess, Tommy, if, if, uh, if governor was to uh, open up and allow us to, to begin meeting in groups of 100 people, what then does that look like for you as you go through decisions of what's next? Yeah, and, and I think that's different for every church. Um, you know, we're, we're all in different situations. Buildings are laid out differently. Mm -hmm. Congregations have different makeup, different ages, things like that. The first thing is just because the governor says it doesn't mean that we're full steam. Ahead. That's right. You got you got elders who have to make some decisions. Yeah, and 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 we've been given uh, some talks to that. You know, we've had things like uh, somebody manning the doors, making sure that we're not touching as much stuff. Uh, I know in talking to people within our church who have medical knowledge, which, which is not my strong suit, yeah. uh, cross contamination is kind of the big deal. Those often touch surfaces. Doors, doorknobs, restrooms, those kind of things, sort of limiting uh, the exposure there. Um, you know, spacing in worship, congregational singing, um, encouraging people to, to stay at home. Uh, you know, the big thing is, is we don't want to detract away from God. Yeah. We don't want people in worship being more concerned about catching or transmitting this virus than they are about worshiping and, and, and what we came there to do. So that's kind of the, the primary thought that we've got behind all of this. You know, I was listening to, uh, the, I guess it's the Department of Homeland Security has a, has a team of medical experts and scientists who, who recently came out with some uh, findings about how sunlight affects uh, the life and the half-life of the, of the COVID virus. And uh, I've put a lot of thought recently into the possibility of when we return, maybe returning to an outdoor worship environment for a while reduces the, uh, the point of contacts of, of knobs and, and doors and bathrooms for the most part, you know. Um, so I, I can see, you know, somehow towards the end of May that maybe at Lakeside we, we, we begin with an outdoor worship offering that's kind of out there and under the trees. And, and we, we have a stage we can put up with, with speakers and therefore, you know, we can have people who bring their own lawn chairs and, and they sit in their lawn chairs, uh, and that's one less point of, of contact because they're not sitting in a pew and you're not having to sterilize the pew for the next service. And see, at Lakeside, uh, we probably we have two services a week, but if we went back under this, we probably need to have three services a week. And, and, and we're talking about sterilizing the inside three times, but if we could do it outside and, and we understand that that sunlight would do a lot of our sterilization work for us, um, I think that that might be a good place for us. Plus, if people were just sitting in their cars, they could just stay in the car, right? And maybe roll the windows down a little bit and drive up close in the parking lot, stay off the grass, everybody. Uh, but, you know, whatever. That's, that's one of the things we've been thinking about as we go back. What, I mean, what else are you all thinking about? Well, you know, and, and, and you bring up that point. It, it's already hitting at kind of the every church is going to be different. You know, our music is primary, is organ uh, yeah, primarily. It's, and it's hard it's to hard take, take an organ outside. outside. It and, is. You're right. And, and so... Um, but by that same token, the, the layout of, of our chapel, um, 
we can have one person opening and closing the door. That's that's their job for right. that Sunday. We'll have one person handing out bulletins. That's their job. And we'll have another person who will seat people in the rows uh, moving front to back. Now, we don't have pews. We have chairs. Those can easily, we can have a couple rows removed, and that creates that spacing in there. And then we can uh, we can stream down in our fellowship hall for sort of an overflow crowd. And, and that's why I said every church is going to be different just by the makeup of, of their building and how they can conduct themselves. And see, we would just have one service. And so uh, the, the, the shelf life of this virus, as long as we uh, stay, you know, we move out of the chapel and, and we kind of stay away from there for two or three days, sure. anything that this thing might fall on, it, it's dead by then. And so we come in, we clean good on Friday, and we're good to go uh, for the following Sunday. Yeah, there's a lot to think about, and I think our plan is to maybe record several of these videos uh, and so the, so the people in our congregations can kind of go through our thought process with us. Uh, and plus, we just we want to communicate with you because we miss you. Um, so I guess be on the lookout for more on this discussion, and we'll, uh, we'll see you soon.